0: I understand why people would be infatuated with you because you have this kind of Gravity and, to you, you And know.
1: sometimes that can be taken the wrong way where friendliness correct, is, correct. is
2: right. wanting to be interpreted
1: as flirting if that's what I want it to yeah. be. And
2: I've had that problem of being like, okay, how much of myself do I retain and how much do I like you know, keep back to, to give the right message? Um and the answer is it's like literally by situation. Yeah. You know, whoever it is that you're dealing with, if there's someone you think they can handle it, I mean I have told some gallery owners who wanted to you know, have some sex that I'm like, listen. You invited me to this dinner, and I came here to give you my best, which is That's yeah. <laughs> going to be my art. Yeah. And I've had people be like, well, fuck you then. I want nothing to do with it. And then I've had people be like, oh, I respect
3: you. Yeah. I'm going to sign you right now. Okay. So let's do
0: it. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Millennial Mentality Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Agnelli, here with my co-host, Peter Price. And our guest today, Caleb Burke. Hey, guys. Um, another guest today that Pete knows, um, fairly, i have no really clue about Kayla and I'm really excited to dive into your life. Um, as always guys, thank you for watching, listening, viewing and subscribing, continue to tell your friends and family about this. It means the world to us Yes. and uh, keep spreading our word of just positivity and love. So Kayla, thank you for coming on today.
2: Thanks for having me guys.
0: I'm going to do an intro here and then I want you to dive off that intro. Kayla is a artist, a local artist. Yep. And uh, I have seen her work via Instagram, and I'm incredibly impressed. You do an amazing job. Thank you. I don't have an artistic bone in my body, as I always say, but I respect the hell out of it, because what people are able to do from putting their mind to something to fruition in the real world is is insane, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, so let's start with that. I want you to start with kind of your upbringing, and then how art started playing a role in your life.
2: Okay. Um, so I am born and raised in Florida. Um, yep, yeah, ex- exactly. Not many of us. Very, very, very proud to be a Floridian, yeah. actually, uh, despite what everyone else says. Yeah. Right. Um, so I'm actually I'm born in Florida, uh, raised in New York till I was about seven. So like just like the first early years, and then back to Florida for most of my like you know development years, including high school and things like that. Um, I, to be honest with you, I always loved art. I enjoyed doing it. And when I was really young, you know, my mom would say like, oh, do you want to be an artist? Like, you know how parents tell their kids these like really nice things. Yeah. <laughs> um, and apparently she told me when I was like eight, I said to her, oh, uh, no, I don't want to be an artist. They don't make money till they're dead. My mom was like my mom, was like, my mom was like, what a... kind of eight year old am I raising? <laughs> yeah, what, is going, what is going on? Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed doing art always, but I never thought it would be my full-time job, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed being creative and using my creative side of my brain, but um, I always wanted to be in advertising, mm-hmm. and I actually, I declared that coming into college. Um, I went to Dreyfus, the School of the Arts, which nice. is in downtown West Palm. Yeah. Shout out Dreyfus. Shout, Shout out to Dreyfus. Dreyfus, that's good people. Um, and I went there for communications. So okay. I learned a lot of graphic design skills and things like that that kind of continued on into wanting to be in advertising. Mm-hmm. I mainly wanted to be a creative director. I always felt that other people's uh skills artistically were superseded mine. They were better. And what so, what's
1: the role of a creative director? Like kind of taking on the creative
2: So a creative side for director, a brand? director works very hard for most of their life, probably like doing all the little minimal jobs and then finally gets to the top where they are kind of like the brain of the operation. They're gonna have the larger scale idea and then they're gonna mm-hmm give that to any designers, illustrators, everything, right, and they're very good at it, you know, Mm. so they're going to come back with a hundred different ideas, they're going to cut through it, and figure out the best way to kind of brand a company. Yeah. Um, I always thought I wanted to do that, Mm -hmm. and I went to college, studied advertising and public relations, from there went and worked at a mid-level agency, and I was 23 maybe, I became a junior art director, and made more money than I knew what to do with, but was very unhappy. Okay. And also, I always worked in hospitality throughout all of college. Even when I was like 12, I worked in a Chinese food restaurant getting paid under the table. Hey. Shout out. <laughs> um, you know. Uh, so I always enjoyed being with people, and I wanted to kind of like make both of those things work together. Mm. Um, from there, I basically, after working in advertising, I'm like, okay, you know what? I always worked in hospitality at the same time. And I started to do branding and design work for a hosp- hospitality group that was in Tampa. Mm-hmm. And that was great, but it didn't last, uh, mainly because of, you know, hospitality is, like, very fickle. And you got a lot of sketchy people who own a lot of things. So uh, it didn't work out in the end. And then I was doing freelance design work, branding, and slowly but surely kind of just, like, was always making paintings just kind of as a an enjoyment. hobby. So a that hobby. whole timeline
1: that you just said, art... Like you were doing art for fun at home. I was the whole doing time? yeah. I
2: was painting at home for fun. Yeah. Um. But I was okay. So I always said that if I chose a career that I was able to use my creative mind, yeah. I would be the happiest. Doesn't matter where that went. Mm-hmm. Um. You know. I thought about. I was very overwhelmed at one point. Like I was like, I want to design this. I want to make soap. I want. I was all over the place. Mm. And actually, my mother came to me and was like, "All of these are great ideas." But you got to pick one and bring it into fruition. Mm. And it was probably the hardest advice, but also the best advice that anyone ever gave me. Yeah. Because it's almost like once I made the jump and actually became fine artist fully, all the other things I wanted to do, I get a lot of opportunity to design. You know, I have companies reach out to me and stuff. So uh, in the end, it all worked out in that way. But I by no means thought that that was going to be my full time job forever. Um, I also believed that going to art school, like out of high school into college, they would tell you, oh, like a bachelor of fine arts like doesn't mean shit. Mm. And I think that's actually really wrong. I think really? that they, Yeah, I think that education I would wise wanna be that guy. <laughs> I, I believed it. I mean yeah, hey man, you know, I believed know, it. I know, went and you got, mentioned. you know, a liberal arts degree. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I definitely believe it. But it's just one of those things that I, I'm It's shifted in the world, for sure. And so where is it
1: applicable, do you think? Like, if you go get that degree, where do you think that you fall into place?
2: So I guess with this day and age, you know, clearly we have, like, a whole level of artists. You know, Daniel Arsham and people like this who went to proper schooling. You know, even technically Virgil Abloh uh, went to architecture school, Mm. right, in Chicago. But then I think that now, because you have such a drive and a need for something a little bit more applicable art-wise... Um, Especially digitally like now you have so many collabs and everything is we're living in a world of globalization You know I can reach out to China in two seconds and because of that I think that brands are reaching out to artists Mm. to do a lot of collaborations Mm. So if you were an artist or a person who chooses to go to art school I think that you now can really specialize. It's almost like we've worked a little backwards, you know Um, We want to buy more local we want to support local business you don't want your table to be made by IKEA? No disrespect to IKEA. I have IKEA stuff, like I, I hate love idea. it. Uh, but no you offense. want you'd like rather it be I love made IKEA. by yeah. like love some IKEA. I mean you'd rather be made by someone you know right, who's course. going to hand make it. It's going to uh, last longer, you know. But that's kind of also um and I don't want to say ancient because it's definitely not, but like, you know, in the before the industrial revolution or right there, you then started to have these kind of things happen. Mm. So it makes all the sense that, yeah. you know, now we're kind of reverting back to that because we realize that things be- made by machines in mass bulk are nowhere near as long-lasting hmm. or just meaning cool.
0: characteristic. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Some
2: sort of love to it. I like that. Um So I support anyone who goes into the arts. In ter- I mean, it's it's a terrifying thing to do, by the way. Like, totally not an easy choice yes. to be like, all right, here we go. Like, I'm going to put out my opinions and my my feelings and even just vulnerability. Right, very vulnerable, Mm -hmm. Um, and of course, like I always say, that the art world for me now that I'm a professional artist, the art world is very um, similar to maybe being an actor or Mm. you know a musician. So you have a lot of nasty, messy bits in Mm -hmm. between the rise of people because obviously it's very competitive as well. So that's maybe where it derives from. Is
1: there a lot of drama in the art world?
2: Oh yeah, Yeah, a little bit of beef. A little bit of beef. I personally don't have any beef with with, with someone you know Um, I've had some people though like try to be a little bit you know, instigated yeah or a little inappropriate um, okay. but I have learned to very openly and very professionally tell people how to go fuck, fuck them off themselves. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. it's like hello I'm Kayla how are you and then it's always this like nice backhanded but it's like they don't know that they've it's been like fucked up yeah. until yeah. the yeah. end yeah. which is great yeah. right yeah
1: you roasted them but by the time they finish yeah. reading it they're like I kinda like you kind of like
2: that This has happened. I've dealt with that actually in the art world like for people who are, especially, so I'm a woman, obviously. Um, And a lot of people ask me, oh, you know, do do people try to sleep with you? And I'm like, "Uh, I think that's in like every
0: industry. Thank you. Yes.
2: For women, like you're always going to be prepared for that. And I mean, I was raised by a single mother. So I think I was already mentally prepared for like whatever job you take in the world there will be people who want to sleep with you mm. and it's up to you to make the decision on how you would like to be portrayed or everything. It's definitely a sticky situation. Yeah. It's
0: tough too because you have a lovely personality, right? So like, I, I don't get it but like, I under, I understand why people would be infatuated with you because you have this kind of Gravity to you, and
1: sometimes that can be taken the wrong way, where friendliness is wanting to be interpreted as flirting. If that's what I want it to be interpreted. And
2: I've had that problem of being like, okay, how much of myself do I retain, and how much do I like, you know, keep back to to give the right message? Um, And the answer is, it's like literally by it's situational. You know, whoever it is that you're dealing with, if there's someone you think they can handle it. I mean, I have told some gallery owners who wanted to, you know, have some sex that I'm like, listen. You invited me to this dinner and I came here to give you my best, which isn't my pussy? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. gonna be my art. Yeah, yeah. And I've had people be like, "Well, fuck you, then. I want nothing to do with it." And then I have people be like, yeah. "I respect the shit out of you. Yeah. I'm gonna sign you right now." No, okay, that's so that's it. So and and those yeah. who I think that it's they know good they, to that be. That you can't be bought. They
0: know you can't be bought.
2: One hundred percent. It also puts you in bed with the people that you, that you want, want to be with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you seriously, get it right out of the way it, in the beginning
1: what your intentions are. Yeah,
2: of course. It keeps you from you know wasting with, time. Exactly. one hundred percent. And I think shit. that happens to a certain degree with everyone. Yeah. So
1: let me backtrack one second. When mm-hmm. you um, you said there was one point when you were making really good money, but you were miserable. Why were you miserable at that time? Were you not getting to use the creative juices at that job?
2: I okay, yeah, definitely not. Okay, I think what more was that so, job? Um, so I was a junior art director for an advertising agency, and I basically did. That sounds the, like it'd be
1: a creative job, right? And it
2: sounds good, I'm but a, book, a lot yeah. of my job was designing predisposition. Predispositioned things, right? So it's like, What's this mean? company, meaning like, it's already decided for yeah, me. Yeah, they have an idea. So it's like, want. I want you to create an ad that's all white in the background. Here's the image you use, uh, like a folder that's going to tell me all the things. like This is this exactly in. what I want.
1: Now you make it for right. me. Right. Yeah. yeah, okay.
2: Um, which isn't always a bad thing. I think that when you are trying to. I don't want to say train but it is when you're trying to mold when you're trying to mold people who work underneath you Mm. to take your position so you can grow like you know growth within a company is a great thing Mm -hmm. and i think that if you can do it the right way then yes that makes sense but the things they're having me do as a junior art director which means i was getting paid a bunch of money but the things i was doing were not very fulfilling Mm -hmm. i also was like i could photoshop you know a, a glove on white and whatever this they want me to do for this like rubber glove company but like what's that doing for me right my right. brain is shrinking slowly while i'm just using using skills i already know yeah so
1: just wasn't fulfilling
2: yeah i um i always i've always had big dreams not to be cheesy and say that but mm-hmm. i Talk have to me. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah big yeah. big dreams We're You know. i, yeah, I want weird. i want big things um I always, in my, okay, so I have these, like, papers in my shower that has, like, a pencil that can write in the shower, too. Yeah, nice. And I stick them all over. And I always, I have many ideas that come about, but there's always this one that's kind of, like, my 10-year plan, right? Like, or 10 years of, in 10 years or in the next 5 to 10 years, what are the things that you want? And I read it, of course, like, you shower, you know, like, read them every day. And I think that's good. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of my big ones has always been a Nike shoe deal. Nice. I'm a big sneakerhead, deep down. right. I am. Yeah. Um, I own lots of sneakers that are in boxes that I never wear. Sick. Um, real sneakerheads wear their yeah, sneakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I also have tons of sneakers that I wear and I've worn down to nothing. Um, obviously, Florida is like quite a bit hot. Yeah. So like it, when I'm other places, I think I like rock them out a little bit more. But yeah. um, I love Nike. I've read Phil Knight's biography, yep. uh, Shoe Dog. Who's yep. Phil Knight? Have you read it?
0: Uh, creator of Nike. Okay. Have you read it? No. I heard it's phenomenal. Oh.
2: I wish I would have brought it for you guys. Yeah. Shoe
0: Dog, is that what you said? Yeah. Shoe
2: Dog.
1: D-A-W-G or D-O-G?
2: D-O-G, oh. that would have been great yeah, though. That okay. extra it's little, okay. I think he was trying to be a Next little bit more time For the sequel, for the sequel. Um, I won't spoil the book for you. Okay. I, I'm gonna tell you to read it, but I will tell you this. It's really interesting because obviously Nike started in a different time frame, mm. you know, this pre-internet days. And when they, when Phil Knight explains kind of how he got involved, I mean, he was a runner at Oregon, right? Like everyone knows if you ever look at college uniforms for Oregon, um, or even just like pictures of their facilities, I mean, they're all top notch because it's all fun by Nike. Right, right. Um, they have like the most color changes, the most jerseys, like forget about like a home away and like third kit. Like they've got so many, it is crazy. Um, which is great. But he talks about how he was a runner. Right. And that's how it started is like his running coach was someone who would like in the beginning of the season kind of look at all his runners feet and then tape their shoes and bind them and do all these like crazy things to kind of make them fit them best so that they would run the fastest. Mm. Right. Or whatever their separate categories of running are.
1: Um, do you have any idea what like the shoe brand at this time was like before Nike, what was the
0: brand?
2: I would say it's Puma. Yeah. Adida, um, Adidas
0: was early too, I think. Yeah.
2: So yeah. Adidas, the two brothers, it's like, um, Adi, Daffelhaus. Was and it German Adidas? They are, I believe German. Yeah. I, I know that one of the brothers from Adidas or the two co-owners yeah. went and started Puma.
1: Yeah. After. Oh. After.
2: Um, and that's why they get a lot of like the contracts for soccer. I say football.
1: Yeah, I respect that. Soccer.
2: Yeah, everyone's got their yeah, own it's thing. Right. It's the world's favorite sport. Yeah. You know, here we are. Here we are I know. Uh, but American football quickly making the like the come up here.
4: Yeah. No. Have yeah. you guys you seen say. that in the
2: UK? They are now. Oh, is that right? They, they had like okay. So usually the NFL. Same thing with like NFL, NHL, whatever. Always in their off season, they'll have like the opportunity for players to play in a different country, and it's yeah. like, oh,
3: do you want to see the Red Wings play in the middle of yeah. like?
2: It's like, oh, okay, like <laughs> yeah. uh, their Americans are doing it, or yeah. I, I don't know. People love it. Same thing for NFL. They just did like a whole thing in the UK in yep. London. Yeah, um, been in like
0: last five
2: six years. Yeah. Do it's they nuts.
1: not play any version of American football over there? They do. Like, so, do they have like Pop Warner? You think? And... I mean, they play
2: rugby. <laughs> okay, so rugby and American football are not the same. Right. Right. Don't, no one hate me in the comments here. Yeah, not yeah, the same. Okay. I know it's not the same. Um, but Comparable, it is probably though. like the the closest yeah. technically. Uh, but actually, so world's number one favorite sport is soccer, soccer slash okay. football, yeah. um, and the second is cricket. I was
0: gonna say. Oh that in yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Cricket is huge, especially yeah. in India and obviously you know England because.
1: I wish someone would bring it to the states. Indian- I'd play some cricket. I couldn't play
0: cricket, bro. You, you know, you could hit a,
2: a ping pong ball going 100 miles. An hour I'd be wa- I'd want to try. Hey, you, okay, so I've tried to understand the game of cricket. I can't. I, yeah,
0: it's weird. Don't know. Eh? No.
2: I'm yeah. I'm an intelligent person, Nick. Yeah, yeah. I, I assume <laughs> as are you. Kinda. Okay, I, Kinda. and I've dated I've dated some some gentlemen from from England. How you doing? Okay. And I've been like, all right, hey, so explain to me since. And for them, they're like, they're like oh, how much yeah, time we got? I play it in school. Like, the same way that we play, like, flag football or we do other, like, right, right. Gi- in gym class, yeah. like,
4: mm-hmm. they
2: play cricket. Cricket, yeah. And anytime I ask, like, there's a whole list of things and whatever, we go back and forth. And I still, I've watched YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why? Watching why does YouTube cricket make videos? me feel dumb? Why Teach does it me make me feel creativity. dumb? Like, <laughs> baseball, I understand. You know, I understand the innings. I understand how things work. But, like. And that's, like, kind of yeah. an
1: intricate one, too, I feel yeah. like, is baseball.
2: The wickets and the. It's just like, what?
1: Yeah. It's, nuts. it's part of their culture,
0: though.
2: It is. Yeah, If
1: we would have grown up playing it, I'm yeah. sure we'd understand it, you know? Yeah, just, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: It could be. Okay, so I have so much stuff I want to unpack at so I know, excited. dude. All right, so first being. We're going to go on a little bit of a lighter note. Backtrack to when you said uh, you're, you're hanging out with someone and they're really liking your vibe and whatnot. You're single. So say a guy I is am. up there and is single and he meets someone in whether it be the workplace or out and about, and he's really thinking that that person's feeling him or her and really liking the vibe. What's, in your opinion, the right way to kind of check that and see, am I crazy? Is this girl feeling me? Or should I back the fuck off? Ooh, is this Can a... I add a second part to yeah, that question yeah, yeah, also? Because
1: yeah. we've sort of talked about this on a previous episode I'm with ask that it story, it right? With the work. Yeah. And to just to follow up that question, is it even acceptable to ever like, take that step in a professional setting? So what, what, if it is acceptable, what's the way to do it? And is the answer even yes to should that line get crossed in a work setting?
2: Okay, I'm going to answer Pete's question second just yes. because I think that's more of like a... Point blank, kind of, I have my answer. Sort of cuts the question off. Um, As for Nick, so to check to, okay, I just want to start by saying the the world we're living in, in terms of dating, especially with like apps and everything else and like an instant gratification society that we're in. It's very hard to date people and not offend someone. Okay. Um, and I I tend to say this might not be the like proper thing to say, but I say that we're trying so hard to be humane
3: mm. that we've
2: lost our humanity altogether. You know, right mm. it's like, oh, we're we're trying so hard to that. make sure everyone no one's offended, no one's offended, but we've lost like there is a spice to life about people and that we're different and that we are men, women or you know, non- Binary. Whatever. Yeah. Um. I'm sorry if I said that wrong too. You know. But it it's everybody. In, yeah. Everyone. Every every person. Uh. Human being living. So I think that that's it's interesting because I am a little bit rusty. Um. I am single and I do understand. I I could read cues of knowing when someone is interested and whatnot. But to to check them, as you said.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um. I think that it's a very difficult thing to do these days. Mm-hmm. Now. This is not going to be like helpful. Write home, ask Susie advice to the lady is <laughs> listening. Um, but I think that I'm just very secure in myself, so I know if someone's interested or not. Yeah. And if I make the mistake of thinking otherwise, then I usually just am like, I'm so sorry, you know. Uh, She's a lucky lady. Thank you so much for your time, and yeah. I will go very abruptly, yeah, but yeah. like, but also also kindly. I think yeah, that's sure. like The way. Um, but these days, you never know. I have a lot of friends who come to me and tell me, oh, I started to date this girl, I'll talk to her. And then two days later, oh, well, she ghosted me. And mm-hmm. it seems to be like kind of this thing uh, with this generation of no yeah. one really cares to commit, Yeah, which shows maybe that's the instant gratification part, right? Like right. you have instant gratification of a relationship or people, or you can see anything you want on the internet these days. Porn as well, which by the way, shout out to porn. (laughs) Shout out out to porn. porn. Shout out out to porn. porn. Porn Pornhub not a sponsor, but you could. Let me some porn. You know, it it is what it is. Um, Granted, you got to same thing though. Maybe that's the that's really like the comparison here is like you got to dig through a lot of stuff Mm. to find something good, right? Same thing thing with porn. It's like page fifty six of like. (laughs) Have you ever seen
1: that meme? Like how indecisive are you? Oh
2: my god, it's a nightmare. It's like okay, I'm on page fifty six of like Latin girl gets banged by dude. And I'm Whoa. like, I'm sitting there like, oh man, I've, it's taken me like 20 minutes of reading, reading the titles. In her left hand <laughs> and
0: I'm, I'm right. I need inspiration. Give me a BBC. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, I mean, like, there have been times where I've also been like, I'm, I'm giving up at this moment. I'm yeah, giving yeah. up. Like, I'll just you know. <laughs> just know. call it quits. <laughs> just Call it quits. Call it quits. I'm done here. I'm done here. Like, ah, yeah, I'll just try again. Anyway. You know, maybe the they'll internet. upload a good one tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the internet. It's filled with like endless. You know, tomorrow someone will That's film another video. We can all watch. But oh man um
1: that was good kayla
0: (laughs) so to answer the question i think you're saying be direct and be be honest
2: yeah also also, like know what you want to attract so i would say that like instead of if if you're guessing of whether a person's interested in you or not say it to them you know i would say be like hey listen like i don't mean to you know put you off whatever Am or or don't yeah. ha, you don't have to be kind like that in that yeah. first sentence to then back it up with the hard stuff. Like, mm. be feel free to just be like, hey, listen, I'm not here to waste anyone's time, not yours or mine. Are you interested? If you're not, it's cool. I'll just go my way. That's right. You man. know, and I think a lot of women are not just women, men, too. I, I have a lot of guy friends who are like, I want to date a girl. I want to mm. have babies. I want to get married. All these girls are crazy. So it's kind of yeah. funny. I think That's people yeah. people think men or women, but reality is, is right now we're on such an even keel. Yeah. That it's definitely uh like it's just a choice thing. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Do you wanna try for this? Or like are we gonna play this game where you know right. you're talking to someone else and he's just your friend or whatever goes on? Like, I get it. It's it's a rough time.
0: It's a rough time. That's it's a rough it. time. <laughs> and people forget like in this soft ass society we live in, being honest and open with people, it's always offending. But the opposite of that is being fake. So decide, mm. do you want people to look at your face and smile that actually hate you and talk shit about you? Or do you want people who are gonna give it to you straight and you might be pissed for the next five minutes, but at least you know that I'm not just you know going in circles here and that there's, there's an end game to whatever's going
2: Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Yes.
0: Um, so that second on top of that, I feel like with what you're saying, I, that's my personality is, and it was always tough dating, and I was single forever, and like, because I am the, what are we doing here? I need to know, so, I'm you're not the wasting my time. You're, you're right? the planner. I need to, like, I I'm, like not, that. I'm not God, but mm-hmm. my time is worth something, you know, and, and I'm am going a to give you 100%, or I'm not going to give you any percent, right? right? So. But in today's world, that's oh my god, he's going way too fast, too you know, way too much too right, fast. Right. He's clingy, he's over the top. Where it's like, no, I want to take you out to dinner Friday, knowing that you think I'm interesting, and then sat, you know, like I need to know what this is doing because I'm not just gonna fuck around. I, I don't right, do that. Yeah. Um And I think that's kind of a lost art. Everyone wants to play these this game these days, and it's like you know, if if I'm not. Pulling them on a string and I'm not doing it right. Yeah. And like, if you have anyone that's like talking around you like that, tell them to fuck off. I hate that, the game. Yeah,
2: it, no, I, I hate the game. So I always say I'm great at playing the game if I yeah. have to. Yeah, And if, yeah. And if I have I to play, I will win. one hundred percent. Listen, I come to win in every aspect of my yeah. life. Okay. <laughs> and worthy the adversaries? Bring it. I, I'm totally down. Yeah. But I, I don't want to play the game. Yeah, yeah. Right, I right. mean, I'm so I'm 31. Yeah. Um. And that's not really old even No, though not some at people, all Some people make me feel that way well, We're in 2021
0: 20, no, 31 is yeah, like the new 21
2: Thank you Thank you, Nick yeah. I appreciate Nick offended that, a lady you know? at the bar
1: this weekend by calling her a cougar though Okay,
0: so, side note And all then right, she
1: tried to roast right. you back by being like You look older than my 32-year-old
0: boyfriend And Nick was like <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, right. How old so, do I look, Pete? <laughs> Wait she I, has a 32 year old boyfriend. Let's yeah, just yeah, nice yeah. talk about she this. She did too. say that. Oh my yeah. God. All right.
0: So I was a little zapped this weekend. Me yeah. and Pete, Grandpa went, went, went out, bro. We went to go see 123 for the Grandpa's first time.
2: Grandpa's went out. I we love out. it. And, uh, love to hear that. And yeah. so,
0: again, sarcastic asshole brain. I'm thinking I'm funny, though. This lady walks up wearing a fucking cougar outfit. Like, black, she was a, a cat. black cat. It was a cat. Black cow outfit. Okay. So she walks up she was a left <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah. She's cougar. I thought the creativity was good. When
1: Nick connected the dots and goes, Ooh, are you a cougar? I was like, Oh, that was wicked funny. Yeah. She, she didn't think
0: it was no. funny. No. A, she did not think it was funny. I'm head a panther, bike. duh. Yeah, yeah come like... on. Exactly. She was offended as fuck. I was like, win. Yes, I could say this. Yeah. So I looked at her and I said, wow, you're, like, you're a cougar. And she kind of like chuckled, give me like a little, mm-hmm. And then I said it again. I'm like, wow, you look like a really nice cougar. Yeah. And then she did You, <laughs> you look, look like a really nice <laughs> cougar. That's why it's. She didn't affirm the first one. Like, I needed her to know I said it, you know?
2: Oh, I know. I can tell that you are like, oh, she
0: didn't hear it the first time? She didn't hear
2: Oh, she didn't hear me? Let me, let me, let me just but then back. She hit
0: me with, like, the, I don't know if she's she's not watching this, like, the Palm Kim, like,
1: if you're watching you know, this. No, 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 you can't. Shout out, out to me. you, Nick, baby. Sorry. Shout out to
0: you. Listen, Black is a compliment. Okay, it was man. meant to be a All compliment. Right. She did the, uh, uh I don't appreciate you calling me a cougar. It offends my age. And I'm like, so, again, like, two brain cells in my head, like, oh, no, eject. I
4: literally,
0: I get up <laughs> out of my stool. I tap pee and I say, we got to get out of here. <laughs> I'm not socially ready for this like, awkwardness right now.
2: One, two, work. three
1: wasn't busy yet either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like six people oh, there. Even worse. Because yeah. it was
2: like the awkward, like, exactly. I know
0: people here so something. Can we get the check ASAP? ASAP. I, I just took a left hook to the chin. I can't sit there and like awkwardly be right next to her. Yeah. So I was like, all right, you have a nice night. And I tapped it up and let's get out of here. Um, listen, you're an amazing woman. I hope the best for you. So uh,
1: great costume.
0: But yes. Great so costume. For those people out there, men and women, if you like someone and you want to go after them, tell them. If they don't like your vibe, then they're not going to like your personality from the get go. So, like, uh, you know, it's not. Right.
1: And then take the hint and yeah. move along, you know. If, if you get shut down, just don't keep I mean,
2: pressing. I think that that's like the number one question. The vibe, vibe. feeling. It's it. like people always ask me. Oh, like even friends of mine who are single will call me, and be like, "Hey, you know, I-, I want your advice." And it's always something about like, "Oh, I said this, and then it, was that too much? Hmm. Was that too much?" Gets said a lot. Like, "Oh, is, did I did I overstep? Or hmm. are they now gonna run away?" And I'm like, "Wow, that's so crazy that we've." like, built this world in which it's, like, God forbid you say one thing. Yeah, we're walking on eggshells here. Like, what? You're going to have sex with that person. If you're trying to find a mate to, like, have sex with and be married and have kids, like, good luck. Because you know what? That shit is not pretty. And if you're expecting these, like, pretty little interactions, like, in my experience, it's best to just be, like, the true self because yeah. if you are just like true to yourself even your weird little quirks most people are fucking weird as hell 100 yeah. yeah. hell yeah and if you can a little, just a
0: little weird is good right there yeah weird I'm is the weirdest oh yeah, yeah. yeah there's a, a little sign on the wall you guys can't see it in frame but there's a picture on the wall
2: actually when i came in here first to say hello to them i was like oh you know Oh my gosh! Look at this studio, and that's the first thing I read, and I was like, "That's right." Yeah,
1: well, yeah that's Because
2: right. it is. It's like I think that people are too afraid to be themselves, and that probably right. all also stems from like the social media aspect of like everyone looks pretty right. in a photo, or like everything's Highlight filtered. Real. Don't filter yourself, guys. Don't filter yourself, guys. Hashtag be no, yourself, twenty twenty two. Yeah, don't be. Yeah, be yourself. Yeah. Um, and I mean to that point,
1: also I feel like if you're looking for a relationship or for a partner. It's going to be, you're going to have a really hard time finding the right partner when you're not being authentic in those initial interactions, you know? Because you're going to attract this person that's attracted to the characteristics that you're pretending to have. If you're really just being yourself and being authentic, you're going to find an authentic relationship and someone that's actually compatible with your true self, which is the only way that it's going to be long term.
2: I mean... I 100% agree with you and unfortunately, I've also seen lots of people that I know who like get married or whatever To people that actually don't know them. Yeah, you know, like they don't really know them Um, But they
0: take a hot picture on Instagram. So you think they're the fucking perfect right? Yeah, I like that exactly Exactly. Listen, everything's messy. A perfect job is messy. A perfect relationship is messy. Everything is messy It takes a lot of work a lot of effort. The mess is nice Exactly, cuz you know, it's worth it like I don't want something that comes to me that's easy. Why would you ever want that? Because you don't appreciate it. Anything that's easy in life, like this is has no political affili- affiliation, but like they want to make college free at this point. Mm-hmm. College will not be appreciated if it's free.
2: That's my kicker,
0: it's like.
1: It's and, rarely appreciated now. And look at now. other
2: countries that have college That's what free. I'm saying.
1: What other countries have college free?
2: Ooh, okay so. Sweden I want to say? Definitely, okay but also. I think that we can combat, actually, my statement that I just said a little bit, which is, yes, college can be free, but it has to be, like, a whole life of building things up to that point in order for someone to appreciate it and then actually go into what they do. Mm. I also want to point out that, like, so in America, it's like, you tell these kids, hey, you're 18, decide what you want to do, declare your major. It's Mm. like, what the hell? In other countries, it's like first of all they graduate high school much earlier, and then they have these two years where we do our AA, which is like your math one o one, and all to your algebra, all the things you have to do to like pass. get there. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah.
2: Okay. in In England, in Europe, in general, they have these two years that are like um, their apprenticeship years. Mm-hmm. Like, I love right, that. Where they can go and choose to be like what they call a joiner, which is yeah, like a, a carpenter. You yeah. know, like they you can go and choose to see what you'd mm. like. When I was in college, I, as I said, declared my major like early on. And I remember being in my junior year going to a uh, internship. And I thought to myself, shit. I like came home to my house that I lived with two of my roommates, um, Ace and Andrew, girl and guy. Shout out to them. Shout out to hey, you. Guys. Shout out to Ace Andrew. and Andrew. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm a little bit terrified that I've just yeah. spent four years studying something that I actually don't want to fucking do. Uh, what just happened? Like, I go in here once a week, and I'm like, all right, and Photoshopping these. I'm like, this is, is this what my life's going to be? Like, yeah. that's not what I want. Yeah. And I was a little terrified. And so many people before me had told me that that happened to them, and I right. was like, it's never going to be me. <clears throat> like, I'm going to do this. This is what I've always wanted. I know what I want. Mm-hmm. That was wrong, by all means. And I think that a lot of people, when they ask me for an opinion or like, hey, what do you have to say to my kids going to go to college? Like, What do you have to say? I'm like, listen, don't be afraid to do something that you didn't study in college. Mm. Like, And honestly, not that I fully believe this because I'm big on education and I don't mean formal education. I just mean like education in general. Yeah. Uh, reading, being better, just what like, was just the being
1: vocabulary word you taught us out oh, there? Uh,
2: epistemologist, yeah,
1: and tell the people what that means. So, um,
2: me fish. <laughs> <laughs> That's the show, sorry. um, epistemologist is someone who seeks knowledge for the sake of seeking knowledge to be better. Um, I was telling the boys earlier, I'm sorry, the men, thank, thank you, thank uh, you, the men. I was telling them earlier that that's what all of my social media handles used to say, or like, you know, not handles. That's your name. Like there's, a hashtag? These, there's crazy names these days. I, I'm like, all right, uh, your biography, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, always said epistemologist extraordinaire, and I get a lot of questions about like, what is that? Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a person who seeks knowledge for the sake of seeking knowledge. You know, I like you that. Co- consistently trying to grow, um, and again, still feel that that's very important yeah. for yeah. Yeah. Uh, forever. Uh, but yeah, so you know. I think that a lot of people, especially now we're living in a whole different world. Like when, Mm. how old are you guys, if you don't mind me asking? 27. Okay. 26 and a quarter. Oh my God, little baby. Little baby. Um, Well, I mean, did you guys go to college? No, I dropped out. Like a semester. Smart, see? I I would agree with that now. I think that you can choose to be specialized in something these days. And I think Mm. that for some reason, this generation feels like specializations and things are like not worthy they just mm-hmm. want to get this like general education it's like all right Pythagorean's theorem yeah they're yeah, gonna right. ask you that on the first day of your job right. give me a break
1: my sister yeah. went through like a similar kind of thing where a she lot of people switched do. she went to FSU changed majors I think three times throughout the course of her time there and graduated with like a double major or something so I guess it wasn't like a total waste of time but then she came home and then was a bartender for, like, the next seven years, you know? And then now she's a therapist, which she does not have a degree. in. Neither of those degrees are why she's a therapist, yeah. you know? So she spent a shitload of money going to college at FSU, spent a ton of time there, you know, essentially killing time, and uh, then came home to do a job that had nothing to do with her degrees and then ultimately got a career that had nothing to do with her degrees. And, you know, not to knock on college, not saying that it's a waste of time.
2: No, I think that there are...
1: But I also think there there's are- no shame, if you're a person coming out of high school right now and thinking about whether you want to leave for college or not and, like, what to do, I think there's a couple options that make a lot of sense. If you know exactly what career you want, and that's, like, doctor, lawyer, something that requires one of those degrees, yeah, education, you won't heavy have, education. have that without the degree, and you know that's what you want to do, boom, you like, it should be an easy answer, go do your thing. If you kind of have no idea and you're in limbo of just like, well, everyone else is leaving for school. I kind of want to leave for school, but I don't know what the fuck I want to do. So I'm just go for business or like, right. And that might not even be bad either. I don't even want to say a business degree is bad because that is sort of broad. And maybe you will pick if you take it serious as a student, maybe you will pick things up that will help you in business in the future. But I also think there's nothing wrong with taking a year off, taking two years off until you figure out exactly what path you want to go down. Absolutely. And that might be a trade that, you know, makes more sense to just get an apprenticeship and learn from somebody on hand rather than learn in a, a classroom.
2: I Sorry, Nick, you no, want to go I also wanted to say this. Um and if there's anything I can say that I truly feel about college is So I've always enjoyed learning. Mm-hmm. Um, college is a networking marketing experience for four years make good friends whichever college you go to Mm, and and i'm saying this from so i went to university of tampa private college um
1: not an art school or art school
2: it's a liberal arts school Mm. no yeah it's it's actually more international business psych school of business um and actually after i went there until now They've gained like better recognition, yeah. Yeah. which is good for me, right? I'm like, oh. Right. Not that anyone, by the way, no one ever asked you for like Checks your, your degree. Yeah no, hey, checks. <laughs> yeah, no one ever checks. Let me see that thing. No one ever checks. But you know, I think that University of Tampa was great, and I chose it because I wanted to be in a city that wasn't just a college town. I wanted more mm. than just college. Yeah. And Tampa, I happened to pick the right kind of city because it grew so fast. Right. I mean, now, if you guys have gone to Tampa, yeah. I went in February of this year, and it was Insane the the, the growth. It's just, I was probably there Kevin. also Growing like up, in February. Young this year. professionals, yeah. very lovely. I've thought a lot about moving back a few times, but um, I'm just I love the East Coast. I love yeah. me some mm-hmm. some oceans, water, right. you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that college, by far, like just from going to a private college like I did, um, meeting mm-hmm. the people I have. I've felt really proud or happy that I can contact people and just kind of either like introduce them to others to help them in business. Yeah. It, it's definitely a marketing tool. Yeah, no. Uh, don't be a, a dick in college, be nice to people. Um, I've saved some people. I've saved some some dudes uh, puking, puking and dying and being like, all right. And till this day, they've like, hey, by the way, I had a client. I now sell multi million dollar homes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a client who wants a piece of art, so I gave them your number. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's because I saved you that yeah, one day. That yeah, one day on the lawn when you were puking your brains out, like choking. I'm like, yeah. all right, I, I'm here to save it. 100%. So um, also, I want to say that's where I'm grateful that I did grow up here. Mm. I feel like uh, Palm Beach County in general is like we're
0: culturally diverse
2: culturally diverse we're also like we're early bloomers so yeah. yeah you know i was drinking and puking my brains out in someone's front lawn like <laughs> at a very young age right and when i got to college i would see these dudes dudes girls whatever who are like 18 19 mm-hmm. and they like can't even handle themselves yeah. right. and i was like you know i'm grateful that i snuck out of my house sorry mom Sorry, <laughs> Sorry, uh, you know grateful that I did all that and experienced it a little bit earlier because We're it at... did make me more equipped yeah. to deal with college yeah. totally um, I mean I
1: attribute a lot of that to I mean I was the GM of Kachina at 19 years old you know I was running a nightclub yeah. kicking people out for being underage when I was underage and I don't like I think I carried myself the way that I did which you know allowed me to have that job For kind of that same reason, you know, growing up young and in this area and learning fast.
0: We're both old souls. We're we're both
1: old souls. Right, but I I can sense that you guys
2: definitely are both old souls. People told me that my whole life, and when I was a kid, I was like. Didn't really understand the concept, right? Uh, But now, as I get older, I'm really grateful for it. Absolutely, I'm like, oh yeah, I get it. I am an old soul. Yeah, Yeah. I've got a lot of lives to live. You know, you're
0: very wise. I feel that. Um, (laughs) Thank
2: you, Nick. Back to
0: I know how making you blush. Back to the college (laughs) thing. Um, My kicker to that is, you know, even like you said, if you want to come out of high school and you want to become a doctor or lawyer or whatever, how can you know you want to be a doctor or lawyer at 17 without someone pushing it down your brain? What I'm going to push to my kids one day is like. Go experience life for two years. Be a server, work in retail, work in an art gallery, work for a boat guy, work for construction. Go experience. Every few months quit your job until you find one that says, yo, my soul is screaming, and this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Because the money will fucking come. You do something you love and it it won't come as fur, it won't come as fast. It takes a long time to mature, but that back end of that maturity flies
4: 100%. you know so
0: like even with this a passion project my soul is screaming whenever we do these podcasts i really love meeting people i love being out in the community and, ju- and just growing people's network but i know it's not going to come into the back end it's going to be nothing 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 boom and then it's going to show up and it's having faith that blind faith we always talk about in your goal in your dreams in this whole vision being confident enough to tell people that vision, because that's scary as hell at first. I want to be an artist. I want to be a DJ. I want to be a tattoo artist. I want to be a singer. Whatever it is for you, right? It's terrifying telling your people that, telling the world that. But in that v- vulnerability, you gain strength to say that this is my true self. People are going to figure it out in, in one day or the other, or I'm going to be miserable my whole fucking life. So pick one and go with it. And... Uh, Normalize that, No, as I always say, normalize people fi- following their gene- dreams and pushing their paths to become more because that's where that fulfillment comes in. Mm. Be your true self. The people that love you for your true self are the ones to stick around and know that. right? You don't want fake people in your life, you don't want people that like you for transactional relationships. Be your true self and everything will come your way. Mm. I was thinking in my head the other day as I always, I had told him I'm crazy. I always talk to myself out loud like I'm like I'm, I'm, insane. Extrovert.
2: You're an extrovert.
0: Yeah, I, some people call in it that.
2: In the way. car? In the car? Are you, like, are you like listening to like uh, yeah. No, no literally. talk some shit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I can and, uh, tell
1: because he's so good at talking. Like you can tell it no, sounds rehearsed. It. And then when he told me that, it. I was like, no, no. oh, so it is rehearsed. Uh, a, little <laughs>
2: okay. little, a little bit. I sang Whitney Houston out loud in the car on the way home the other day and I'm i think the most Sick. natural
0: <laughs> feeling, yeah it is good i kind of want to hear good. it um, i'm going try that tonight and uh the most <laughs> natural good. the most natural thing in the world is whenever you like we call it our heart or soul whatever you want to know but you know when something is right yeah. right whether it's a person an opportunity a job yeah. a faith whatever it is your your heart your soul speaks to you it's it's intuition people call it whatever it is you know right follow that the mind will try to tell you 5000 different ways to either go that route or try to divert you with all the risks and not worth the reward and this and that. But follow your soul mm. because that shit's a drug in itself. Whenever you feel f- fulfilled, again I was talking to myself and there's no fucking drug or alcohol in the world that could I said it on a podcast, that could that could fill that cup, right? It's just that soul screaming and I, and if anything today guys, Follow that shit because that shit will reward you 10 times over. Yeah. Um. The the last thing I want to talk about is where do you guys do your most thinking? Is it driving? Is it in the show? Oh, dude, I love you
1: know, that you class, brought that yeah. up because she said something at the beginning of the podcast that made me want to bring yeah, that yeah, up. Yeah, dude. Yeah.
2: Nice. Where, man. Do you, where do you do
0: all your best thinking?
2: Of? I love that you're saying this too because, by the way, like the most successful people always have one area. Really? Um, I don't know if you guys are masterclass. Do you? Any I know classes? what that is.
1: I've never participated. Give me my, log <laughs> <laughs> my
2: login. Sorry, masterclass. Give me my login. And there's like lots of. Sorry, masterclass. Sorry, sorry masterclass. Also, hello. I'm Kayla. <laughs> I'm a emerging fine artist. If you'd like someone to teach emerging fine art, I'm yeah. here. Um, is it so like a TED Talk type thing? It, it's Episodes of people who are very proficient in their field, right? So you have everything from like, there's Ron Finley, who's like the Garden Gangster, this guy who like does amazing planting stuff. Hmm. Um, the Garden and then Gangster, you have, I love he's, that. He's called the Garden Gangster. I want to adopt that. By the that way, way he's amazing. Even if you just want to go watch one episode, that's like how not to kill your herbs. And I'm like, <laughs> I've planted like four herb gardens. He's like, if you're all out here killing mint, like you have a problem. And I'm like, it's me. I have the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I kill the mint. We used to have um, a
1: mint garden out back of Kachina. And on multiple occasions, we never used it for yes. anything because I watched multiple people pee in it and throw up in it. Oh,
2: and no. it's still living?
1: No, it's gone now. Yeah. Now, now, now it's day, Kachina I'm like, I'm like yeah. wow,
2: maybe Ron Philly didn't know shit?
1: No, <laughs> no. We had a, a little mint and basil garden, and uh, I refused to ever use any of it because I yeah. saw the nasty shit that happened in there.
2: But on there, they talk about, so they have Sarah Blakely, who is... Um, the inventor of Spanx, right? Oh, that's okay. sick! And she talks about in her because she's like they put her under the like entrepreneurship category. Yeah. And I always love to hear that kind of stuff. I'm like, I want one person who would just like by themselves and then now runs a company at like 100 people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's her. Um, and she talks about how to do her creative thinking. Her thing was she used to get ready uh 45 minutes early in the morning to get in the car because driving for her. She lives in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh traffic, but like driving for her is what sparked that creativity, like mm. just like a natural sense of creativity. Um I think I probably have some of my best ideas in the shower. Like yeah. I have the the pad. Right. Pen. Um but also so the morning for me is definitely that is my yeah, like cool. that's my like my most creative my creative peak of the day. And mm. everyone has one at certain times. Yeah. For me it's the morning. Mm. Wake up, let my dogs out, uh feed them coffee like and i also listen to like morning announcement announcements meaning like i have a, a google home yeah. and when i say like good morning to it which by the way if anyone has a google home definitely say good morning to it in the morning it tells you weather hello kayla all the nice things <laughs> but it also goes through lots of like just world um News. News, yeah. right? And it's all being said to you from even like they do Palm Beach Post, they do local Whoa. out yeah. to like worldly. Um, lately, it's a bit depressing, fair yeah. warning. Yeah. Uh, but it's good. It like helps you get in the mode, you know. Yeah. And so for me, the morning is definitely my time where I'm at my highest creative peak. Mm. Um, some people have nighttime. Yeah. I'm also, I don't sleep a lot. Um, yeah, I, I wish that. I could sleep more, but I, I don't. Um, I think four hours would be great. Um, when I get that. But right. I just, yeah.
0: That's what the weird, uh, weird thing about my add is uh I sleep like a fucking baby. I sleep... I'm so jealous. 9 a.m. Yeah. So I wake up between 5 and 6 every morning. 9 to 6, and I don't... Unless... Our, our new puppy Charlie's barking, or Paige wakes me up. I am zonked the entire time. I was about time. to say to you,
2: and and you better it, prepare yeah, yeah, for the yeah. puppy. Yeah, right. It's and about I, to be.
0: Hope you enjoyed yeah. it, pal. I hope <laughs> you enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> everyone who's had a puppy at home is like this fucking guy. Yeah. I <laughs> wake um, up
2: and I've got one that's pushed me to yeah. the end. I, I wake up and they don't am I on the wrong side of the bed. I know. Oh, that's smart. Okay.
0: I guess. But that's like my favorite part. Kind of. Well, you have a dog. It's not a puppy. You know what I'm saying? So he kind of knows what's
1: going on. Arguably, my situation's harder. Yours is smaller. Mine's the size. But he knows
0: bed means sleep. My puppy says bed, playground. Okay, I'm running.
1: Not until you train him how to act in the bed. Oh, that's He'll right. never know that's how to right. act in the bed that's unless
0: right. you let him in the bed. I bet. Um, but
1: we were I just th- saying something good. What were you just I talking think,
0: about? I think I sleep so well because my brain is so on, on so many RPMs throughout the day. It Doesn't stop. It's like it's ready I close to shut my down. Eyes. Boom. I'm toast. You know. Right. So um,
1: Nick, I think you'll attest to this. I probably text you most of my podcast ideas between like 1 a.m. and 4 a.m. Mm. And I want to say that's really probably my, night window. Yeah, that's was, my window. You, yeah,
0: that's my window. Yeah, as you were finishing up, I was going to say, well, I know yours is fucking Late. middle of the night. It's so funny. Our, our conversations are so cute. He texts me from 1 to 4 a.m. I text back at like 6, and I don't get a response until like 12 because that's when he wakes up, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's like Does text back it. and forth because yeah. our, our schedules are so far off.
1: Not today, though, dude. I was texting you at 1, know, 4, 6, <laughs> yeah. 7, yeah. 8.
0: Pete didn't get good sleep either. It's um, alright. He's, he's great. It's okay. Um, all right. Here. I kind of want to get to know Kayla more. So, yes. Yeah. Kayla, yeah, I think this is a fun game. Describe yourself in three words.
2: <sighs> okay, this is so funny. Back that to, to the vocabulary word. No, no. It's good that you said like, this speed because day. so for viewers they don't know, but. I brought a bunch of my prescription sheets to write them prescriptions. And not actual prescriptions. Artistic prescriptions. No, yeah, artistic prescriptions. If you follow anything, uh, scriptures is my art series. They are canvases that look like big prescription sheets. I brought them as a gift to kind of write them some. And I normally tell people, give me three words. And I say, two positive, one negative. Um, I've also been like, two negative, one positive. (laughs) Um, I've gotten some weird answers. but (laughs) So describe myself in three words. I'm gonna describe myself in the three words that I feel, that I f- hope describe me. I would say witty or austere. Okay, right? that's like, a big word. What was the second one? Austere. I bet.
1: Does that exactly. mean witty?
2: Austere is, no, it's a little bit more like, it's you know um, a little, vocabulary it's yeah, a little bit more like backhanded, but it is witty. <laughs> so it's like wit, but it's like, it's almost like a sarcasm right. with an insult.
0: You know, bit. you're witty when you say witty and then give a synonym for witty. No <laughs> one, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and then oh, I was like, no sarcasm, mean, yeah. austere. <laughs> yeah. Like I went on it because... Oh yeah, I was just telling someone else austere the other day. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's
2: now totally you will. Yeah. Honestly, I hope that in the next week you're like, hey, hey, by the way, today,
0: uh yeah, Last last year. Year. <laughs> I, perturbed is something I it's pull like, out every once in a while. What's that mean? I'm pissed off, you uh, know. Perturbed. Yeah, but just I as like a the side word.
2: note, this is the greatest word that you should use all the time. Cantankerous.
1: Ooh, what's uh, that? Okay.
2: Cantankerous is like. Miserable, like you see an old man who's like, mm, he's fucking kids. Like it's like they hate their lives. Yeah, yeah. They hate everyone around them. It's cantankerous. Okay, I dropped sounds that. Like on. A Harry Potter spell. It you know? sounds like I dropped that on people regularly. Okay? It sounds like and someone was just really, really pissed, pissed off. Yeah, yeah. Cantankerous. I'm like cantankerous. Yeah.
1: Someone was annoyed with their baby mom's. Was like, I can't take her ass no mo. <laughs> and they are like, oh, cantankerous. <laughs> <take her. laughs> it's good. No, I said, I can't take her <laughs> ass no mo. <more."
3: laughs> Wait, that was great.
2: Definitely what happens? Thank you, thank you. Okay, so witty. So, yeah, austere, witty. I would like to say intelligent. Yeah, you
0: don't say.
3: (laughs) Anyone who wants
2: to compliment me, tell me this part. Wow, the third. I would like to say respectful.
3: I'm I'm
2: big on respect between Mm -hmm. human beings. Um, Respectful. I like that. Um, I think it really drives a lot of other emotions. So I think respect can be the basis for a lot of other feelings. Yeah. Um. So I'd say respectful. I try to always be respectful of people. And yeah. I don't mean in like the soft uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. way we're talking about. No, uh, right. I think that's I mean, actually, like, I like that you made that point because I think respect. that being, real being is respectful.
1: respectful also, I think like, Weakens those borders that we all put up where like you become less offensive if you're being respectful with what you're saying You know you I think you can say a lot more bluntly if you say it in a respectful manner
0: Respect is truth. It is truth. You know yeah, Exactly, you know, it goes hand in hand. You can't be respectful to someone. I mean, I guess there's a fine line If you're just meeting someone and they're annoying you, you don't tell them to shut the fuck up but like you know if there is someone in your life that you have to tell them respectfully your truth then tell them that you know yeah. and there's also a way to put it where people can digest it in a in a good way and that's you know? where the respect comes
1: respect, in i think exactly. you know yeah. the delivery being respectful i think makes people a lot more open to receiving that criticism Correct. of course
2: yeah so i mean they say that there's like the ways okay so I had someone tell me a few years ago that the way in which you convey something you want to say is important, but Mm -hmm. it's also you have to read your audience, right? Mm. Um, And I think, if anything, my own family has taught me a lot about that. Um, You know, I'm one of three siblings, um, and we're all very different. And I've learned over my time, especially of, like, knowing people and everything, that everyone's a little different. And how you communicate to them and whether it's going to sink in or not is, like, a whole level of stuff that you should really you have to think beforehand um and i believe in saying things in the right way Mm
4: -hmm. granted
2: you could think that you're saying something the right way to a person but if you don't know them and you don't know how they receive words and how they feel and who they are Mm. then you could fail from the from the start so i believe in kind of having this like normal level of respect and choosing to say something a little bit more softly before you can then be a little more aggressive i'm naturally quite aggressive um and i'm naturally quite aggressive like because i think it's funny and like i'm okay with being harsh i'm okay with people making fun of me i'm like all about like if you can't stand the heat get out of the kitchen Mm -hmm. i'm like roast me in that kitchen baby let's go i also have learned over time that like roasting people so for me growing up all of my childhood friends i'm lucky that they're still my friends And our form of appreciation and love comes with roasting. Roasting. It's a full roast. Is that a South Florida thing? I think it is. You know why? Because uh, so when I've dated a guy from England, he would be, they're very much into roasting. Yeah. yeah. England, they're like, their little banter back and forth is incredible. It's impeccable. And I love it. And when someone there's a lot comes of funny phrases thing, and shit yeah. too, funny right? Funny phrases. That I don't know. It's also very backhanded. It's also yeah. like shit that's so hidden greatly yeah. within like the language itself that you're like, oh my gosh, I love this. And I, when I've dated, um, you know, two different dudes who are from England, amazing because I am right there to like give it back. Yeah. And they're like, oh. Never thought she's a cheeky yeah. one. I never, eh? never she yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's real cheeky, oh, cheeky. Oh, cheeky, isn't it? That's it's true. Cheeky, isn't like it? or like, oh, didn't expect that. There real quick? <laughs> yeah, they always have. Or like, oh, didn't expect that from a Yank. Like, <laughs> oh no. Oh. Oh, no. Throw back to seventeen sixty nice. six. I love to throw it back like whenever English people call us Yanks, right? Mm. I, I get it. I'm always like, Oh yeah, but uh where's Cornwallis? Did he win? Oh. Did he win? And they're like, Oh, girl knows her American yeah. history. <laughs> <laughs> like, is
0: that is that, that like a, a weird fetish though, the
2: British accents? Is that just is that like- you think? Oh you mean for me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or is just a um, quirky thing?
0: Like, like one, I get it. Two, it's kind of like, yeah. okay, there's something going on. Here. I also did
2: it in Australian as okay, well. Okay, so which it's is, But it's also very different. Those yeah. accents are very different. Um, they have a
1: lot of funny phrases, Australians. Yeah. Australians?
2: Right? Oh, they're great. I they're was watching this fun. YouTube
1: channel recently. It's like, you know what Dude Perfect is? Yeah. It's like Dude Perfect, but all these guys are Australian. Yeah. And they, I forget what they were doing or what the fuck even happened. But I've been saying it for the last three days because this guy goes, oh, he's crocking a snoot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I thought I it was so means. funny. Oh, he's cocking a snoot. So whenever Bruce does anything with yeah, his nose, I'm like, oh, babe, look, he's cocking a snoot.
2: Okay. Australians have just like a whole level of, okay, so first of all, they are so laid back. Those people don't even wear shoes mm-hmm. half the time. Like it. They they don't care. They and like also I mean, It's a gigantic island, so it makes sense that like, I hate to be this person to say like a stereotype is true but yeah. it, Australians you know people have this idea of what Australians are like right yeah. like healthy and they're funny and they're quirky it's like oh well that's because they're all on this gigantic like continental island yeah. in which the middle is like in, uninhabitable Desert. pretty much yeah, yeah. yeah you know so they are very similar yeah. and i my favorite thing and, and i don't know if this is like obviously this isn't going like on a proper thing but a lot of people <laughs> in america hate the word cunt yeah, yeah, right, right. Love me. Oh, love, oh, love no. me. Love <laughs> me the word cunt. <can. laughs> I mean, it's in my art. Like, yeah, yeah, I write yeah. it all the time. I know. I just and my mom that. is always like, oh, do you think that piece is going to sell? And I'm like, <laughs> and you know what? Wait, wait. The if word, the word cunt, snuck, cunt, cunt. Like, uh, cunt the word is cunt, 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 on, cunt, on, cunt. On Like, cunt is on paintings. Like, I write the word cunt. Oh, yeah. sick. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Do you think that piece will sell? Nick's <laughs> like, sick. I've been waiting for someone to do this. I know what I want my prescription pad to say. Yeah. And I <laughs> love don't have a prescription to say. Um, but it's funny because usually those are the ones that sell first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah always like the super aggressive. Edgy.
0: Listen, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know a lot of rich people who aren't. No, I'm not saying you can buy art if you're not rich, but edgy. You know, like I don't yeah. know. Like, I f- You'd be surprised. I felt the same way. Really? I felt yeah. the same
2: way, but there's like always this like little pocketed amount of someone who, you know.
0: Yeah. You I'm gonna ask you off the cuff question, and your future husband might be watching right now. What's your love language? What up, Bay? <laughs> yeah,
2: right? Bay, you you have to deal with the approval of these two, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you better play, easy. play it right. Um, okay, so it's really great that you asked. this. Can I guess? Just, go ahead.
0: Affirmations.
2: Okay, I actually so two days ago I was talking to my friends, and we were having this conversation. And I always know like what other people's love languages are. I know what my love language of showing love is, mm. but how I receive it, I'm like still a little on the outs about. I, I'm not sure, and yeah. I'll, I'll explain that in a second. But two days ago, I'm I'm in my bed with two of my friends, uh, Tessa, Becca. What's going on? Shout out, <laughs> shout All out right. to Tessa and Becca. Um, nope, just clothes, normal, yeah. normal girls. You know, smoking a little weed, yeah. hanging out. Um, and the one friend asked me, she's like, "What's your love language?" Like, I think it's this, and we went back and forth, and. And then my other friend goes, have you guys never taken the quiz? Um, and both of us are yeah. like, there's a quiz? There's a question to tell you? Like, there's a whole test to take to tell you? Yeah. She said, yes. I didn't know that. Haven't taken it yet. But I can tell you this. My <clears throat> way I show love is definitely gift giving. Mm. Okay. As you can see, I brought you guys for sure. Yeah. For today. We love you too, Um, I love you guys. <laughs>
0: um,
2: I, even my friends know, they're like, oh, if I've been seeing a dude or like talking to him, if I buy a gift, I'm like, oh, she likes it, yeah. and I'm like, and I, I didn't realize that for a long time about myself. I yeah. thought it was just like because I like to do nice things for people. It makes me happy to make people happy. Yeah, um, but I realized that's my way of showing love. In terms of receiving it, um, it could be words of affirmation. So let's let's just go through the five for everyone, right? Like, yes, please. So do it's you like I don't know all five. So it's yeah. words of affirmation, uh, quality time, yeah. um, gift giving, gift giving, acts of service. Acts of service and physical touch.
4: Mm,
0: oh,
2: nice. so I do know part of mine is um, so when I get really stressed out or angry, um, I actually as much as I'm a very like loving and hugging mm. and touching person. We hugged. I met yeah. you and yes. you were like, let's hug, and I was like, I love a hugger. I'm a hugger. Yeah, but yeah, I love a good hug. I love that. Um, for me, I think that I was. A little bit back and forth, like once I like realized all the five lo- love languages, I'm like, okay. But I do know that when I get really angry, um, if someone can break through, because usually I'm like, don't touch me. I don't want yeah, fucking yeah, touch. <laughs> and that's weird for someone like me. If you yeah. know me as a person, like for me to tell you, no, don't touch me, yeah. people will be like, are you okay? Like, yeah, what the yeah, fuck's yeah. going on? They don't realize. But if someone can break through that in my moments of like angst or stress, mm-hmm. and just like kind of the moment they t- I can feel that like that stress kind of melts away. Comfort. Um, I don't know if I like that about myself, yeah. but it's definitely <laughs> true. Like okay. there's part of me that's like, oh, I shouldn't need to be touched to yeah, feel good, yeah, yeah. but yeah, I mean, like, I think it does help to melt it. Um,
1: yeah. that's like a natural human, so. uh, human touch characteristic as yeah. well.
2: Yeah. yeah. It helps to like, it does break down. There's my some chemical things be, that go on in your brain oh, yeah, when
1: you receive yeah, touch from someone
2: else. 100%. Um, I think it just does help to melt it, but um, I do appreciate words of affirmation, but actually, I get really uncomfortable with too much compliments. You said my yeah. compliments very well. Well, maybe because I know they're genuine. Well, that's
0: I think a big that's, kicker, yeah, right?
2: genuine. Um, I also, you know, I have a good friend of mine, and she, when I first started as an artist professionally fully, she would always say like, "Baby, you're doing so great." Oh my gosh, you're so great. Mm-hmm. You're doing so great, like always. And she was giving feeding me all the stuff that I <laughs> poor girl. Uh, Tiffany Lucky which I think you uh, know, yeah, hey, shout out shout Tiffany. Tiffany Lucky yeah. um, I, poor girl like I love her to death and I said to her I need you to not compliment me anymore I have so much work to do and so many things to accomplish that I, like, don't feel good yet. And, like, you feeding me this false intensified... And she was like... for her, it wasn't false. Like, it was genuine, you know? And till this day, like, her and I had looked joke about it. She's like, remember that time you told me I couldn't compliment you?
0: (laughs) And I'm like... Because some people are (laughs) just bubbly like that. I I get it. I mean,
2: and she means it. But for me, I don't want too much of it because I'm kind of a person who's never satisfied with myself, um, which I'm grateful for. I think it's... My mom even also tells me she's like you know you should stop for a moment and be proud of like what you've accomplished mm-hmm. in this amount of time and i'm 80, like 20 i got more to do 80, got more 80, to do 80. like i'm never sure complacent but also I, would you
1: say you're still proud of yourself
2: i, I think i to i i heard that when you when you
0: started like this the second minute we it, we had talked about you wanted to get into art but you felt like you were never gonna be enough you were never gonna do enough right i've known you for an hour but I could tell that's probably one of your biggest hurdles because you you get in your head so much to the fact where like Kayla can't do it because Kayla said she can't do it, not because anyone else is. Mm-hmm. Before you start, you already compare yourself to a million people without just starting, right? You have to have this plan yeah. and you have to check the plan and then you have to check, check the plan. You know, it's like, why not just go? Why not you, you know? So obviously you've defeated that in your that subconscious voice in your brain. But am I not right in saying it's probably your biggest hurdle? You 100%. Know?
2: And I think that I'm, my biggest hurdle is probably me, myself. Yeah, 100%. Um, and I am actively working at it regularly. And thank you for recognizing that I have beat down kind of one of those doors. There's mm. st- still a few more, but. Everyone's you, got a fucking you, oh, Shit, yeah, I got a Yeah. I also, you know, there's moments where I'm really grateful that I am this way right. because I wouldn't grow more or be better or be you Know striving for more success and kind of to be non complacent and to always want more is a good thing, but it's not a good thing to not appreciate how far you've come, right. And you're right by saying that. So, I have learned to kind of be like, Oh, wow, this is a moment where I'm actually proud for a give second. Gratitude and love. Yeah, I give yeah. gratitude. I'm always very grateful. Yeah, I think that I am definitely my harshest critic. Yeah. And as Pete said, I think that a lot of people are, you know, yeah. you're constantly you can't be
0: successful without it. You, know? you can't, you can't
2: because honestly um criticism is something you need and mm. a lot of people who are a little bit more thin-skinned and are like oh i can't tell no one can tell me even let's say an actor gives like a monologue right
4: mm-hmm.
2: they're not gonna if you're not someone who takes criticism well you're not gonna be able to succeed because you're gonna need someone who's better than you a mentor someone who's been through more to even offer i'm not saying they have to criticize but they can at least give you creative direction or understanding right, right? Mm-hmm. and a lot of people who don't want that and think oh i've done it all i've achieved it all i'm great i'm great i always say like show me a person who says they know everything and i'll show you someone who knows nothing at all yeah. literally like right. it's good to admit when someone else is better than you at something or it's good to admit when you know you need to be better or you need to understand things right. it, I think a lot of people fear that for some reason, yeah. which you shouldn't. There's almost Honestly, no reason to have to grow, that mentality. You should feel great. You yeah. should feel great about that. Like right. the point where you feel like you've capped off, like, so this is something I always kind of just side note, wonder is, okay, let's say someone, Rihanna, okay, let's use Rihanna. Okay. Very successful, music, now, you know, beauty, whatever. How does she grow? What does she tell herself? Mm -hmm. to grow because obviously having that feigned you know feeling of success it's not feigned it's it's realistic i'm sorry i didn't mean to say feigned, but like that ability to be successful from people liking everything that you do whatever that's one thing but like how does she continue to grow to make her better work and then the next best work and the next best work and i guess every creative mind deals with this to a certain extent whether you're small scale or big scale and honestly small scale shout out to you like you will be big scale if you like can think like this right. but to grow is really important and even when you feel like you've made it to your top top max there's always room to go more yeah. and how you figure that out like i can't tell you right. and i think this about myself you know in 20 years from now Hopefully, you know, I'll have stuff in like the Museum of Modern Art and right? I'll be I'll be here, you know, running shit. But even when I reach that point, I'm like, oh, you know, when, and I it's weird that I think this or I don't know if it is weird, but I'm like, oh, when I'm 65, I'm like old lady and I've got my stuff, all these places yeah. that I feel like that's what I've wanted. Right. What am I going to want next? then? Yeah. And how do I get it? Right. And like, I'm only, you know, I'm 31. But like it, I think like that. And I think that's important too, yeah. by the way, to think way beyond like people tell you like concentrate on now because you concentrate on the future you're never going to succeed i'm like no no no. i think there's like a balance actually no right there's a correlation there for sure you can be concentrated on what you're doing now and accomplish it but you can still have the dreams for the future it's called the law of attraction no i was Uh, just gonna say i mean i I love the idea of that one thing oh yeah from listening to the first two podcasts i didn't listen to any after but um and i will (laughs) <laughs> Ryan Reed everybody who I want to hear um, yep. I didn't want to be too influenced I think I wanted to like come in here authentically yeah um, but it's 100% law of attraction it's yeah. my number one role yeah. people are like are you religious I'm like do you believe in the law of attraction right, like, That's no. my church yeah. Like, yeah put out the good get it back and not just professionally I'm talking with people yeah. with everything that you do like take some pride Put it out there with good intention, and I promise you, good comes back. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Just to circle back around to what you were saying in terms of like um, even financial gain. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times people think, oh, you know, I can't do this because I won't make money, or this and that. And it's like, listen, when you're thinking about the dollar too much, my mom was the same. She used to tell me all the time, like, don't chase the almighty dollar. If you have a passion, which is what you were saying. The money will follow. And I fully believe that. Mm-hmm. Fully. I mean, yeah. I, I told you guys, I never thought I'd be an artist. I right. thought that they didn't make money until they were dead and right. all those things. And here I am, like, fully functioning, full-time artist, making money, enjoying my life, and very happy. Yeah. And I think that that all has to do with, like, I put myself into a full passion of things. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, monetarily, it has followed. Yeah. Back to the
0: point of, first off, you're, I fucking love you. You're great. Um, <laughs> Back to the point of I don't know when I'm gonna truly be happy. You know, Rihanna gets to a certain point and then it's the next, it's the next. In my opinion, what they love is the process. They're sled dogs. So so they don't necessarily want the money. They don't want the trophy. They don't want the accolades. They just wanna fucking work. And some people are like that. Sled dogs are happiest when they're just running. And and everyone is great today's... analogy, by the way. Great oh, analogy. On. Great I got analogy. A few up here. Um, but, uh, yes. but yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. But but everyone in today's society, it's like, well, what are you doing that for? Or like, what are you gonna get out of it? Or or transactional relationships, as I always say, like, what's the end goal? Sometimes, don't fucking worry about the end goal. Just work and work and work, and then the end goal will, will show itself. As as we said in the Sam's podcast. Don't make problems problems until they're fucking problems, right? Yeah. Go to work. Keep chugging along. Keep working. And then when those arrive, deal with them when they're there. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy you got over that hump of psychoanalyzing things and, and, and defeating yourself because you realize that it's not as scary as it is. For people who, like, are terrified of the gym, if they haven't been in the gym in a year or whatnot, it's it's terrifying because they psych themselves out of it before they even show up.
2: They're intimidating themselves. Right.
1: Everyone's gonna be 100%. judging me. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's paying attention no, to you, no, dog.
0: you right. like
2: Don't defeat yourself before you get
0: there. Get there and then whenever those demons arrive and whenever those problems arrive, deal with them there. Mm. Um, but don't defeat yourself as like ninety nine percent of people do before you even start on your path. Right? right, your path is going to take you on so many directions, but that's part of the fucking point of the path, is right to follow it. Yeah, um,
1: I think that's something you have to do a little bit is be able to fall in love with the process. Explore. I think it's important to celebrate the little victories. You know, have goals for yourself. When you knock one of those goals off the list. Celebrate for yourself a little bit, you know, and that doesn't mean go out and party and buy bottles to celebrate It just means you know have your own little personal victory whatever that is for you.
2: Yeah And then identify the
1: next goal what's up from here and start grinding towards it. You have to love the process but you also have to, I think, reward yourself when it's deserved.
2: Well, yeah. So I think that, you know, it's funny not to circle back around to Sarah Blakely, which I never thought I would be quoting twice in one day, owner of Spanx, creator. But she says, like, in this, like, master class, which is very interesting, but she she really says that don't allow, like, basically, if you come up with, like, a multimillion dollar idea, and mm-hmm. she says, like, this happens at least Every human being in the world has one multi million dollar idea a year or, uh, in their life. Like you always have one. <laughs> and when you do, it's like they tell you nurture it and don't just like share that with everyone because you know what will happen is that all those people you share it with will crush it. Exactly, then They will tell you all the ways in which it's not going to work and whatever. And she said, you know what? Even my people closest to me, when yeah. I was creating Spanx, like making women's shapewear, they're like, right. okay, great. You're going to make yeah. women's underwear. Great for you. Right. She was like, no, but like I knew that what I was doing, I couldn't just tell everyone I knew. Couldn't tell the closest people to her, like her own family. Mm-hmm. She's like, Oh, you know what? I had to keep it to myself because anyone in the past when I'd come up with she had come up with ideas before. Mm-hmm. Um, and as an entrepreneur, like you can't just share that because first of all, people are naturally very jealous of anyone going to seek something better for themselves. Yep. And their reaction isn't to be like, Oh, I hate myself. It's like, let me tell you all the ways that you suck and fail. this won't work so that I feel better. Right. And that's also, by the way, a huge red flag. Yeah. Huge totally. red flag. Don't don't allow people like that in your life. Yeah. But you, th- I
1: think there's also a fine line. You know, you got to be able to take people being real with you when if you have a bad idea and someone's telling you that that's a bad idea and this is why. How, OK, so let me ask you guys that. How do you know the difference between someone shooting down your potentially million dollar idea and someone being real with you and saying, I think that's a bad idea? Like
2: constructive criticism. Constru- yeah.
0: That's and true. it being okay. authentic. If you love music, right? And you're like, dude, I want to be a singer. You sing to me. and It's the most horrific thing I would ever say. Right. I would say, listen, Pete. I think music's for you. I don't think singing's for you, but I think you could be a producer because you love music that much. You're, you're. An, yeah.
1: an okay, the that's constructive. Right? But then, how do I know that I don't go? Nick doesn't know what he's talking. Fuck Nick, you know. Because I mean, that's an initially I think the point that, that we're happens we're a
2: lot as well. Like no, the... right,
1: right. How do you know when it's constructive and when it's someone just being a hater?
0: I think mm. that's a fine line. Here's what I would say is. Give it to people that have no direction in your life, right? So, like, it, as you said, in a twisted way, a lot of friends and family and people you know will want to pull you down for mm. some weird fucking reason. But if you go to, right, if you want to be a singer and you go to a street performance and you're street performing and people are around you and they're vibing with you and they're loving it, yeah. you're like, okay, I'm not crazy. You know, this right. is sick. Yeah. If you have a client or or someone who's distantly knows you and you do it to them and they're like, wow, that's not it, mm. I would say... Have that sacred uh, goal, but don't give it out to the world. Be selective and pop with it to people who really have no tie to your life. To the point where if they're like, "Listen, I don't know you, but that wasn't great," or, or you know, and make sure they're not miserable people. But take that raw opinion rather than someone who is pulled by one direction or the other. You know, right? That's a good point. Um, great point. I, I think in the end of the day, getting true and honest. I saw a Will Smith video this weekend, and it was like. Who is anyone to give their opinion on what you should do in your life for your life? It's literally a blank canvas, and you're creating this own art. You're writing your own story. You're writing your own book, right? So who is someone on that blank canvas to tell you where to draw that next line? Mm -hmm. Right, You have to do that for yourself. But with that being said, feel the direction of things and how it will pull you. Start that path. And I think the most beautiful thing about a path and a journey is where you end up is so so far from where you that road is initially started, right? So you're thinking it's going to be on a straight parallel line, but it's going to take you on so many turns. You're going to meet people. You're going to experience. You're going to go left, right, sideways. It's going to get you to that same end goal typically, but it's going to be so off the beaten path that you won't even recognize what's happening to you.
2: I mean, also, I think that I'm sorry. No go. You're, you're, you're on a heater. <laughs> I, I, just, I just like I cut you off. I, I feel bad. No now. go. Um, I also feel like. If you are getting somewhere on a straight line, just know that that happiness is just as short as that straight line is. Uh, it is not going to last, I love it. um, and it's that really was nice. I really love it. A Thanks. sled dog. I'm telling that you. That Thanks, good. guys. She loves Thank the process, you. I <laughs> love. I love the sled dog. A, that was a good one. <laughs> I'm going to use it for hey. the rest of <laughs> <laughs> my life. That was a good one. Um, no, but it, it's true. Like I think that if you, it's something too quick to the top, you know. You won't appreciate appreciate it. You need you need the hardships, because uh, that's honestly what creates behaviors that stay and stick and all the right ones at yeah. least. Um, or at least I would hope so for everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah, being too too quick to get to the top. Or this is the same way. Not that this is like you know true necessarily, but a get-rich-quick scheme there's a reason why you don't stay rich from that right when
1: things seem too good to be true they usually are and i found that that is so But that's good to be
2: like so understand it's good to be that logical and understand that because if you can and like navigate your way and even i mean i respect what you're saying where it's like you're gonna stop and meet a lot of people like that that curved kinked all messed up road to get to where you want it's not messed up. That's like definitely what you're meant to be doing right. because it will bring you. To it control. molds the final and, result. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Like I've had some really rough times too. I think that a lot of people think that it's like such an easy thing to become. Oh, you work for yourself and you're professional. Oh, it must be so nice to be an artist. I'm yeah. Like, some days it's not fun. It's some a 24 I don't want grand. to get up and paint the paintings, guys. Yeah. Okay. Like I know it seems great, and like I am always grateful for my job. Yeah. But does that mean that I always want to be doing it? No, I'm just like everyone else. Well, of like. It's a normal life. You know? And I like you that
1: you brought days. that up because to, like, the point that you were making earlier in the sense of, like, you should be pursuing your passions, which I agree with, you know. Obviously, that's, like, I think everyone's goal. If you can turn your passion into a career, you're I think you're setting yourself up for success, you know. Mm-hmm. But to that point also, especially for people our age in their 20s, you know, I think you and I are super grateful and super fortunate that we're in a position now where we've got a career that is very stable and we're able to make a living doing something that we love but I don't want to send the message either that if like at 26 you are not in that position that you did something wrong and that you're doomed. You know, um, I think a lot of people for their entire 20s will work a nine to five job working on that passion project on the side. Sorry. And I think that's an important part too is that you need to never lose sight of the passion project. I, I think it's pretty unrealistic to believe that your passion can immediately support your lifestyle financially.
0: What are you we know? doing here right now? You know, we work right, right. We work This is a passion a project day. that we make no money exactly.
2: off of, though. You know, you for know. me, being but an artist was a passion project as yeah. Well, yeah. for a long time. I'm sure I, I didn't expect, I mean, I still always worked other jobs while doing it, so, right? Uh, eventually, you kind of just have to make the leap into right. whether something and was, I wanted to
1: make that know. point earlier when we were talking about the job where you made good money, but you weren't fulfilled and you weren't happy. Yeah, how long did you stay in that job? And would you say that it was a necessary stepping Maybe stone to get you to where you are now because financially you needed that stability in order to work on your things on the side, right?
2: Okay. So answer is 100%. It's, it's the stepping stone. I'm a firm believer in, I don't regret anything I've done in life, mm-hmm. even the mistakes, right. okay? Even like technically the mistakes, even the ones that have hurt other people, which is the hardest for me. Yes. Um, I don't like to hurt others. Of course. Um, It's not nice. Uh, and also, I'd rather hurt myself than them because I carry the pain of mm-hmm. hurting someone else deep, more On deep. Like for me, I'm like, I can handle this; it's fine. Right. I've gone through, you know, some shit. But uh, I will say that definitely, you know, choosing to do the right thing is obviously best. But um, it's, you know, I think that I feel most people in life. Um, if you're going to make that decision, like as you're saying and like be better and all these things, like it's okay to stray off from like what others tell you and how you feel like, you know, follow the deeper instinct of things. Mm-hmm. But yeah.
1: But I also think like to uh you know, the point of you having to work that job where you're making good money even though you weren't loving it, sometimes and I think there's probably a lot of people in that position where they work a nine to five or whatever the hours are, they work their daily job. Which pays their bills. Right. But it's not the thing they're passionate about. Right. But I think it, in most people's life, in most scenarios, is a necessary stepping stone where you're going to have to, like, for lack of a better term, eat shit for a little bit and f- fucking grind it out and work hard and not be necessarily stoked on what you're doing. At your dues. For potentially a long time. 100%. As
2: Pay long your as dues.
1: you're continuing to work towards that goal, you're stepping in the right direction. Mm-hmm. But it's not <laughs> going to be sweet the whole time.
4: No. And
1: like me, a, a great example, I love my career now. I'm stoked on what I do. I love my job. It's not like I jump out of bed every morning excited for my appointments. You know, there's some mornings where I'm like, fuck, I wish I would have booked this one yeah, later human, or something, you know? Exactly
2: as Rosa But I was. would
1: not trade it for anything else. But I grinded for seven, eight years in the hospitality business, not even working towards this goal, you know? But had I not done the work for those seven, eight years, I wouldn't have the success that I have now. Right. I wouldn't have Absolutely. the clientele that I have now. I wouldn't have been able to build the business that the way I have. So like... Sometimes the vision isn't even always there, I guess is my point. For six of those seven years in the hospitality business, I didn't know I was going to be a tattoo artist. But if I didn't put in that work that I was putting in at that time, the next plan wouldn't have been possible to unfold. You know, you sometimes yeah. you've got to grind and you got to eat shit and work really hard doing something that isn't necessarily fulfilling. But as long as in the back end, you're working towards, you know, that next step, the thing that gets you where you want to be. I think you're moving in the right direction. But it's not always going to be sweet.
0: I agree. I agree fully. And it's not always going to be a picture-perfect box that gives you instructions. As I said in one podcast, everyone expects it to show up on your doorstep with like a a note-by-note reference of what to do and steps to take. Sometimes it will be COVID happening and Pete being basically let go of his job, broke as fuck, bored as fuck, and said, hmm, I'll give this tattoo thing a shot. Mm -hmm. And now he's living his dream life, right? So sometimes these gifts from God, the universe, whatever the fuck you want to call it, come in such twisted ways and if you get pessimistic about it and you let depression, anxiety into your life, and you won't see that blurred picture that you can't even see. You have to weed through the shit, but realize that sometimes things come into your life for a reason and be accepting of that.
2: Even the even the wrong or even the things that seem wrong at the moment, like even like negative things, yeah. there's a reason why that some of those things happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And or the
1: things that seem right that turn bad and end up fucked up was a learning experience you know it didn't mean you you had a path to choose and you made the wrong decision that's not really what that means you just it wasn't that wasn't what was meant for you and you now you got to take that lesson and learn from it and move forward with that knowledge
2: i think that's that's what i was saying also before of like i don't regret anything i've ever experienced or done and it's because it's brought me to where i am today and i always say that um you know again it would be nice to you know not have maybe made some decisions that affect other people negatively but also even those like those are things you shouldn't regret it teaches you things about
1: relationships and how to treat others and you won't make that mistake again
2: i mean personal professional all the kind of decisions you make in life they've brought you to a certain point which is usually right here where you are um and if you can just appreciate both the negative and the positive parts of what you've gone through then i don't don't think there's anything wrong with that um i think a lot of people you know they strive so hard to be one way and they don't allow you know kind of energies in life to bring them to where even the parts that they don't want, like yeah. I think it's good to go up and down. Right. Also, so I'm a big believer in like you would never appreciate the good if you didn't have the bad. Right. So even on my mm-hmm. like darkest day, I'm like, all right, today sucks. 100%. But um, you know, today is so dark because that means on the better days they're going to be that much brighter. Right. You know. So,
1: right. Calif, people want to see your work, purchase your work. How do they? Uh, how do they do that?
2: Um, okay. So. Instagram would be Kayla Burke, C A Y L A B I R K. Uh, Website, same. So I pretty much own everything digitally that exists. That's Kayla Burke. uh, Because no one can steal my shit. Good.
4: Um,
2: Website, uh, in terms of galleries, uh, if you're local, you can go to Samuel Owen Gallery on Palm Beach. Uh, But I have work in New York, LA, Berlin, Miami, London crap. Okay.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Talk that shit,
2: um, Shoddy. Talk my that shit. City. Cities? Okay, um... What else? I feel like I'm missing a few. I probably International am. Burke? I am. An, yes. So that's the thing, too, is like in the beginning we started and you're like, oh, Caleb Burke, local artist. I get that a lot because I'm from here. Yes. I'm actually not a local artist. Sick. I'm international Talk
1: that artist.
2: shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I try not to correct people too much. That's like, oh, fun. No, yeah, fine. I love that. It's fun. It's fun. Uh, but the it's fact you, that you waited till the end yay. to correct it almost <laughs> makes it
1: better. That was sick. Uh,
2: yeah. So international. It, um, I love that. And whenever I have a show and things, I will always tell you guys, hey, by the way, I don't know if you guys are Basel or Art Miami kind of people. I will have my art in December, so Art Miami, Art Basel week. Um, in the art Miami tent with Sick. context that's
0: where the banana and the piece of tape was last year that was in
2: uh, Basel and that okay. yeah yeah, in 2019 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, This year so by the way, most people think that like all of that week is called Basel week yeah, yeah. Mm. It's because Art Basel is in the convention center.
4: Okay.
2: So technically Basel started in Switzerland Basel, Switzerland mm. um, And during that week, it's actually art Miami week. So that means you have spectrum art Miami red dot, you know Scope. You have all these other art fairs that happen. These pop up tents. Mine will be in Art Miami. Um, What's I the week? It is December. Okay, so it's November 30th to December 5th. I will give you guys two VIP tickets. Yo,
1: please. We will be there. go in there and well have
2: some drinks and you know wear your funkiest funky. You don't really have to. I I, I,
0: I, I want to go. Funky. I want to be there. Funky.
2: Yeah, come.
0: Yeah. By the way, and, uh, Pete zoom in, we're both wearing mustaches. Come on, <laughs> I
1: love it. Um,
2: um, so yeah
1: yeah we'll be there we'll come vlog it
2: um, and aside from that I, I'm trying to think of anything else I have I have a new series that I'm creating yeah um, what's the vibe I'll ex. I, I feel like now is not the time to explain yeah. it okay um, I'll say this right now
0: I want to bring her back on we're going to do a part two yeah oh, let's I, do yay! it I love part two. that's my favorite Kayla awesome. I'm extremely impressed with you I'll be honest um, okay we're going to leave the people with this uh, in your shower you said you have a board where you write a vision for the next ten years mm-hmm. where is Kayla Burke in the next ten years
2: Okay, I would love...
0: Give me your wildest dreams I want to hear.
2: So um, I would always like to be a fine artist, but I also (laughs) know that eventually my body will kind of like give out and I'll get old and um, I still want... My mind will always be sharp is what I'm trying to say here. Witty. Um, Mm. And witty. Austere. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't couldn't remember that one. Um, I would like to utilize my creativity for a different realm. And like, to be honest, I have a lot of people ask me, oh, like... What's the best work you've ever made? And I always say I haven't made it yet because mm-hmm. I know there's like so much more That's to come. Artists. Yeah, it's yeah good. So, you know. So um, I would love to eventually have some sort of a creative design warehouse space. You guys are talking about warehouses. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of having a space in which I can welcome clients, even just um, design-wise, creativity, anything that can be consultant. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually. So you guys know you know Steve shot, yes. obviously. Selector. I select a oh, Steve. Come on. Um, shout out to Selecta Steve. Nick knows the
1: legend, he hasn't met him yeah. yet. He I just knows out I the legend. Wait. Oh, he is. Yeah, oh, yeah. We've got him in December. He's, he's coming in. The... <gasps> yeah,
2: love you, babe. Shout out
1: Steve, man. We can't wait.
2: Um, he's the best. I actually, someone today was like, Oh, do you know Selecta Steve? And you know, do these, I? Do you know those memes that are like, um, you know, you're in her DMs and I'm yeah. In whatever Yeah, I have matching tattoos I's, with him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bye, Pete. Uh, matching tattoos. Uh, I literally she was part of that group where they all came in and got tattoos. No, no
1: she no, was even it. closer. Her okay. and Steve came solo dolo. We
2: came solo dolo. Yeah. And it's funny because... I think we did tequila
1: s- shots at 11 a.m. We did. Or maybe and it was 1 p.m., maybe
2: something Someone like today was like, oh, you know Selective Steve? I'm like... Come you're on. in his dms yeah, yeah. he's at my house having fried fish dinner <laughs> petting my dog like, <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's it's true though so yeah. um that's the homie yeah. man uh love me some selective steve yeah. obviously um where were we so where are you going to create me? a warehouse space, for, warehouse space for people so to release mainly because creative. i think that eventually um i would love to have steve as kind of my co my co-anchor sick um, uh, he's very creat- creative. He is my creative confidant as well as my good friend. Um, that relationship's
0: strictly platonic.
2: Strictly platonic. Mm-hmm. Um, although any woman who gets to be with Steve, you are a lucky woman. Lucky gal. Um, I to meet
1: him,
0: Steve. I love you.
1: I yeah, he's the best. I.
2: You know what? I, here's how I feel. A lot of people ask me that too, because like you know, I spend time together. Um, not to say that to my future whoever you are that you don't matter, but. When I really enjoy a person, like deeply, I would rather make them my friend because at least I have the full satisfaction and like fervence of knowing that they are going to be in my life forever. Mm. Whereas someone that I'm involved in romantically uh, might not. It's a little not. more of a gamble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little of a gamble. And I would never gamble with Steve. He, he's worth, that is so well said yeah he, he's worth sticking around when
0: he comes on i want you to come hang out oh, yeah I will. let's do that i yeah, will oh, um,
2: so yeah uh, i would like for eventually he and i to maybe work together in some respect or another um creatively maybe even just being the consultants for things creatively uh, i have a lot of vision so does he and we bounce a lot of ideas and i'm, I'm grateful to have someone like that in my life as well Love uh, that. So he's doing his own big things, and so am I, and we both respect that. Yep. But, you know, give us some time, and maybe, like, in a few years, we will uh, attain our lovely, like, you know, factory of sorts, kind of like Andy Warhol. You Love got all it. the things to play around in and do things. Cool. So, well,
0: uh, Kayla, you got your two biggest fans here. You yeah.
2: know,
1: when I, I acquire know. the warehouse, maybe we can have a <gasps> yeah. conversation oh about something gosh. like that. Oh, my gosh. Do, want joint do want joint you want to join
2: warehouse? Know, I, I say
0: with a lot of the guests, but when you, you meet someone in life and you know they're going to do amazing things, you just know. And uh, that's you. Hell right. yeah. I have no Thank doubt in my you mind. Thank you, guys. Oh, words of affirmation. Yeah, that's really right.
2: <laughs> 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 she's going to go home, do the
0: quiz, and she's going to text us. I fucking
2: knew it. By the way, Nick, you were right. yeah.
0: Um, keep doing amazing things we love you we support you and Thanks, uh, guys. guys that is kayla Burke. thank you for watching listening viewing and subscribing we will I see you guys can't next kill week
3: these niggas,
1: peace great
3: yeah. not uh, I've been outside, I'm just trying to get it Cause when you only fear God, boy, the sky's the limit Got me speeding through this life, going 200 a minute Probably sliding with them packs and something nice that's tinted And if that little bitch was foreign, that little nar was in it And I know them boys talking like all oh, that rented. We'll come and rent it for a minute, bet it costs you a ticket Trying to double up them racks, dog, that's just how I'm living Look, exclusive lifestyle, my dog, he been pumping it Grinding seven days a week, that young boy hustling We can slide the bins, slide the euros out of cullin. Hatties Niggas bitches walling out on some other shit We just want the bag screaming And we'll be like fuck a bitch Millennial mindset tattoos in a podcast Ask you what you trying to do But you ain't got the time yet My dog up two hustles You ain't on your ground yet Like how I'm still up And ain't get paid for my rhymes yet I guess it ain't time To sign on that dotted line yet It's cool I deal with straight cash I rarely use a sign check Really need that rollie for my wrist For the time check Cause all I'm ever into Is getting money and having bomb sex Look just for a second dog Don't take this out of context Just because I'm sure don't think I got a complex When you hear my music, I promise you're gonna say I'm next I know these niggas hating, they gonna treat this like a contest So I'ma spit them bars that oppress a nigga conscience Cause one thing's for sure and another's for certain That I'm in love with the grind and now I'm constantly working I can't chill till I'm in that triple M with the curtains Got me fucking up that sack for the days I was hurt. But I still don't trust too many cause these niggas be serpents Soon as you show a little love, you can see them get nervous So I'ma treat them like my ops and I'ma roll them up perfect. perfect Yeah Yeah, bitch. Yeah, it's long, nigga. Holla at me.